0: I V M. This is a special edition of Pesa Vesa, featuring Mr. Ashish Somaya, CEO of Motilal Oswal Asset Management Company. In the third part of this series, Ashish talks to Anupam about the kind of returns one can expect from equities. Folks, welcome back to Pesa Paisa. This is the third and final of our three-part series on equity investment with Archie Somaya, CEO of Motila Laloswal Asset Management Company. In the first of this three-part series, we spoke about the difference between direct stocks and equities. In the second uh, of this three-part series, we spoke about the philosophy behind buying high-quality stocks. And in this final episode, we are going to talk about what really to expect from equities you know so um, if you're buying stocks if you're building a portfolio for the long term what kind of uh, what is the rate of return that you should expect, or how should you form expectations for that, and how you should invest? You know, because you you will hear a lot of this stuff about large caps and small caps and mid caps. So what is the philosophy behind that? And Ashish is going to help us with that. Ashish, welcome back to the show. Let's just get into all this. You know, because I am someone who's new to investing. All I know is that in FD you get an i, savings account you get four percent, FD you get eight uh, percent, property. I heard that property prices never fall, but okay, that entire school of thought is going for a toss. People are talking about stock market now and they're saying that minimum expect to how should one have this expectation of rate of return in equities? Help us through that.
1: So, you know, first and most important thing, like, you know, by now through our discussion, mm-hmm. and I'm sure people are aware that uh, our entire discussion has been about earnings profile of companies. Yes. We are consciously not talking too much of share prices. Prices really. and valuations, you're right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what people need to clearly understand is that when we manage money, when Mm. we claim to be doing research, what Mm. we are researching is not prices, what Mm. we are researching is the earnings trajectory. Correct. And share prices are a manifestation of, that's why people talk about value and price. Yes. So value is the earnings. Yes. uh, The meat of the company. Mm. So share prices will lead and lag. Mm. There are times when, you know, uh, for the same growth of earnings, the prices can just go crazy and mm-hmm. there are times when with better growth, the prices may not react because mm-hmm. there is politics and macroeconomics and so there are so care. many other could, things. It,
0: it could also be liquidity. Liquidity, yeah?
1: sentiment, mm-hmm. so many things. So when it comes to essentially building the returns hypothesis, mm-hmm. that what kind of return to really expect, I think first thing to keep in mind is that, and I'm saying it especially right now, mm-hmm. because we get a lot of quiz, quizzed a lot mm-hmm. and a lot of queries on Okay, Last one year, why is it that this fund has given less return, higher exactly. return, more return? So the point is that the expectations have got set in a certain manner because if you see last three years and last five years, everything is double digit CAGR. Yeah. And in the last three months, we've had like serious headwinds. Hmm. And when you get serious headwinds for even three months, equities and asset class, you know, where three three to six months if prices don't move or they go down, then hmm. even the longer return starts looking a bit uh, yeah. not so great. Yeah. So first is that before building any hypothesis of return, you need to be clear that you're talking five years out.
0: At least. At least minimum, five years Minimum, minimum year. okay.
1: Because if you say that I should get 12% compounded, hmm. then it's going to be 20% in one year, hmm. minus five in the next year, hmm. minus 10 one more time, hmm. then plus 25. Hmm. So it's like a...
0: Average. Folks, it's a, it's I want to just specify this. Please, please, please understand yeah. the difference between CAGR and simple interest, okay? Yeah. You invest in an FD, you're going to get 8% every year. You invest in the stock market, somebody might tell you 15% every year, but it's not every year. No. Like Archie no. said, it is a CAGR return. So yeah. if you get 20% in one year and minus 15% in the next year and then plus 10% in the next year,
2: yeah.
0: when you smoothen that entire series out, you will come to a normalized number of whatever, 11, 10, 11%. I believe that over the, I think over the last, 15 years or whatever it is the Sensex's CAGR has been about what 10-12% yeah. yeah. something like that so that does not mean that the Sensex gives you 10-12% every year yeah. it just means that through the spikes the ups and downs averaged out normalized smoothened out you will get yeah. a CAGR of 10-12% to 10%. yeah. go on, Ashi.
1: so that is the first thing that it's never straight line hmm. the second thing to keep in mind is that there is a kind of way to construct the hmm. numbers so the way we construct numbers is that we have a sense of the rate of growth of underlying companies. Mm. And like I said that if earnings double in three years, mm. let's say if we are holding a bunch of companies whose earnings will double in say three to four years, mm. then the share prices could track that anywhere between three years to seven years. Mm. So if I make a portfolio whose earnings will be say 18% compounded, mm. the share price return should track 18%. Correct. But depending on when you enter and when you exit, yeah. you could get 10% also and 30% also. Correct. The only way to invest in equity and yet keep capital safe is that Mm. the earnings need to keep uh, growing. Share prices can be plus and ahead or behind. That's why you need a holding period. Mm. So one way to construct return is obviously to... Do it based on the underlying portfolio. Hmm. The other is people do it on a macro basis. So they hmm. said, okay, you know, real GDP growth is 6%. Inflation yeah. is 5%. So nominal growth is 11%. 11% percent. Yeah. So generally, the public sector should grow 11%, 12%. Yeah. Efficient companies should grow 14 15%. Yeah. That's where the index would be. Hmm. Then you're paying a fund manager to outperform. Hmm. So he should do better. Hmm. And plus, all this is past. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know there was a point in time when inflation was eight percent, interest yeah. rates were ten percent. Yes. So equity gave you fifteen percent compounded.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Today the world has changed. Yeah. Uh, you know your inflation is four percent, mm. interest rates are six to seven percent. So mm. why should equity give you fifteen percent? I mean you Absolutely. should actually guide for lower return, lower. Yeah. So I am guiding for lower nominal return. Mm. The real return would still remain, you know. You know, if inflation is 4 and equity gives 12 your real return is 8 yeah in the right. past inflation was 8 and equity gave 15 your real return was still 7 or 7 yeah so real return of 6% 7% is fine hmm. but nominally people should understand that you can't get 15% yeah. all the time we are, we are in a era of lower
0: Numbers. Yeah, yeah, Okay, great. Folks, so uh, you want to keep that in mind, uh, you know, uh, in the past, the Sensex might have given you whatever number, 15%, but that does not mean that the, that that rate will sustain uh, in the longer term. Ashish, what's this whole thing about large cap, mid cap, small cap? I mean, you know, it's so confusing. So how does one approach this entire thing? So I'll
1: tell you one bit of research that we have done. Um hmm. uh, our All the homework that we've done, it's actually there in one of the wealth creation studies, which mm. people can look up later. But our own homework tells us that maximum money is made mm. when you buy companies which have, you know, like a 5-7 year track record. They are, say, the upper end of mid-cap. Mm. So, for everybody's understanding, you know, generally,
2: mm. large
1: cap is the top 100 companies by market cap. Mm. So, if you start today till end, it will be more than 5 lakh crore. Mm and it stops at around 25 to 30000 crore Correct. somewhere in that yeah. range so, so we're talking about
0: at the peak a tcs or a reliance and at yeah. the bottom it could go to whatever Say it somewhere is.
1: near cummins or something like okay, that okay sure yeah. so top 100 by market cap is mm. large cap mm. 101 to 250 mm. roughly so mm. let's say from twenty five twenty six thousand 26000 crores down to about 11 12000 crores mm. or 10000 crores mm. that is mid cap okay and below that would be small cap, micro cap, whatever so is little so. so,
0: folks, just a thing: uh, market cap is essentially the share price multiplied by the outstanding number of shares of a company. So, what Archie is talking about is the value of a company on the stock market.
1: Go, Archie. So, what is believed that people generally think that you know large cap will not give very high return because these are companies which are very big which have arrived. But in India, what I've seen is that. Uh, there are large cap companies for sure, which are in the top 100 companies, hmm. but they're still operating in categories where the penetration will be like 2%, 3% and all. So, for hmm. example, if some of one of the top asset management companies today actually gets listed, it hmm. will be a large cap company, Yeah. but it's still operating in a place, you know, where the penetration is 1% and the growth is just not
2: kind sure. of kicked sure. in. Yeah.
1: So, I'm not very stuck about large cap and mid cap very honestly. In I fact, would go you know, by growth prospect.
0: Yeah, uh, just to make a difference out here, uh, the largest cap stock in the US is yeah. Apple. Yeah, which is what? Almost a trillion dollars? So, yeah. we're talking about 900 billion dollars, which is the largest of large caps in the US. In India, it's the 90 largest, billion. It's it's one-tenth. Yeah. It's, so, <laughs> I, I actually crossed okay, this. I How can know that? Wow. Okay. No, no, no.
1: So, in India, if you see, huh. the largest company in India huh. is one-tenth, huh. the largest company in the US. That's what we discussed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the largest company in the US uh-huh. is half our total market cap. Wow okay so so, n- <laughs> so what i find is that when indians are investing in hmm. equities hmm. Uh, you know we are anyway as a country we are a small cap
2: hmm.
0: yeah yeah of course yeah yeah. in terms of total market cap which is about what two trillion dollars yeah we're two trillion and apple's market cap is almost a trillion yeah so, so that's, that, that's half sorry, yeah actually. yeah, that's what that's what half huh. so
1: as a country you know so many sectors We like i said insurance has yeah, just yeah. got listed yeah so, we are in so many, I mean, you know, I was reading up on Voltas. I mean, mm. till couple, it's one of the largest air conditioner and, you know, mm. project companies and stuff. Mm. Till a couple of years back, it was 12,000 crore market cap. Mm. Of course, it has gone up like sure. multifold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that a market leader in a particular segment is mm. still a mid-cap company. Correct. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. know, you see these apparel companies and innerware companies and these yeah. page industries and all of the world. Yeah. They've gone up now. Till a couple of years back, they were mid-cap companies. Yeah, yeah. So, limited point is that as a country, we are a small cap. Hmm. And then, when we actually go to buy stocks, what are we looking for? Yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So just to you know, just to emphasize the point out there, uh, just because the market cap of an Indian company is whatever thirty, forty, fifty billion dollars, it doesn't mean that's the end of the growth prospects for that. A fifty billion dollar company can double. Okay, we've already seen it happening. Aishwarya, I think, is one such example. It has, I think, it's gone up from. I mean, it's 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 gone up 10 times every 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. Probably more than that. It used to be at some 70, 80 rupees in the 90s and now it's 30,000. So, well, Folks, you want to say something? No, on? I was I mean? just saying that, yeah. you know, I'm not very stuck up on the market cap. I would just urge
1: the listeners to, you know, focus, like I said, you know, winning categories, category hmm. winners what are their growth prospects hmm. what is the market yet to be explored hmm. look at those things rather than just the
0: don't get hung up on the market cap because then you know an HGFC bank can still grow twenty 25% uh, uh, every year and you know a mid small cap can grow whatever it is but there's a risk involved in that um Ashish, tell us about Motilal as well. I mean, this is one, I think the stock price itself has also gone up a lot. I think as, as a group, it's really come up in the past uh, and it's based on certain principles which you've spoken about. Tell us about the group, the history, what are the products that yeah. are there and how, you know, what's relevant to our listeners? So there are a few things which are unique uh, about the group. I mean, I've been here more
1: than five years, so mm. a few things I've learned. Uh, one is it's unique in the sense because, you know, we are only, I mean, as a... As I know, I mean, uh, the histories of a broking company, a uh, mm. research-backed, full-service mm. research-backed mm. uh, broking company, been around for 30 years. Mm. Uh, investment management started with the portfolio management services that was in 2003. Mm. And then there are other businesses in the group, so that's investment banking, there is private equity, sure. there is wealth management, but largely it's uh, equity-centric. company if I talk about my company which is asset management you you don't have a
0: debt fund and a liquid fund at all no
1: we just have one liquid oriented fund because (laughs) people want to move in and out of the Ah, you know they do systematic transfer or they sometimes you just need a
0: place to park your money yeah okay go on sorry
1: so we are only equity Uh, within equity we are a single philosophy Mm. so if you have just one stock picking style Mm. how many products can you have I mean we just bucket it by market cap Mm. so we have just about say we have five funds Mm. Uh, When it comes to our portfolio management service, again, just three buckets of money, large cap, mid cap, multi cap. Hmm. Uh, So typically, very uh, niche, Hmm. uh, very narrowly focused, only equity, single philosophy. And the other thing which is unique is that, you know, of course, we invest in our own products. Hmm. So the whole group has over like 2,500 crore kind of exposure to its own Hmm. Uh, because the group doesn't have any prop hmm. uh, exposure. They invest pretty much in only in their own sure. funds. And this is public
0: information because it's a listed company. So if anybody's talking about skin in the game, this new term that's come around thanks oh to yeah. Talib, so yeah. this is skin in the game.
1: Yeah, this is serious. I mean, not only skin in the game; it's like complete alignment of interest. Because sure. there are obviously there are times when we don't do well. Mm. Uh, so the first guy to suffer is us. Because mm. my company's capital, my sponsors' uh, capital, the family wealth, everything is fully invested. Mm. So it's not like uh, we will. All, it's not like that means that we will always be like great at performance. We mm. go through our own lean patches. But mm. only thing which should give comfort to people is that whatever we are doing for ourselves is what we are doing for others. It's yeah. not like just uh, third party management. Mm kind of thing so that gives confidence to hmm. uh, people
2: hmm.
1: and uh, I would say as a group I mean we talk about buy, right, set tight but there's a lot of arithmetic which goes behind it like mm. I've tried to explain to you hmm. but at a group level I think that guiding uh, motto is knowledge first hmm. so uh, you know we have a very serious reading culture hmm. I mean uh, I'll give you an example the day I joined hmm. uh, both the founders hmm. each hmm. not that they decided but the moment I walked into office they kind of handed A book. Mm. I mean, you know, so exchanging books and discussing Mm. about books is like a done thing. I mean, there's a book club in the company and, you know, once (laughs) in a while we read up some book and we present our learnings uh, to people. Mm. Uh, So, very heavy culture of reading, Mm. uh, very Mm knowledge-oriented and very focused. Mm. uh, That's what I would say.
2: Okay.
0: Tell me the products. Uh, What's the large-cap mutual fund called?
1: So, we have a, uh, you know, Large cap oriented I mean a focus mutual fund Which okay. is called Motilal Oswal Focus 25 Okay 25 means there is a outer bound Can't buy more than 25 stocks
2: mm-hmm.
1: That's large cap oriented hmm. Then we have Mid cap 30 mm-hmm. So that's a mid cap Portfolio We would invest Most of the portfolio In 101 to 250 By market cap Okay Outer cap is thirty stocks. Mm-hmm. Then we have a multi cap, so that's multi cap thirty five. Hmm. There again, there is an outer bound of thirty five stocks. Hmm. But multi cap means it's across the, across range. Yeah. the range. Can be a large cap small cap. Okay. Yeah. Then we have a tax plan, hmm. which is ELSS section ATC benefit. Sure. And the last one we have is uh, uh, basically a dynamic equity fund, which is basically our multi cap fund. Hmm. But the only difference is that you know it allows people to calibrate. It calibrates equity exposure depending on some notion of where valuations are. Sure,
0: sure. Because
1: okay. what I've seen is that in our market, you know, people don't do the asset allocation themselves hmm. that hmm. decide that this is debt, this is hmm. equity, this hmm. is large cap, this is mid cap. A
2: hmm.
1: lot of times people want to buy a product as an aggregate hmm. and they hmm. expect the product to be low volatility. Correct. So, just a bit of innovation. Okay. That's the dynamic. You've got some ETFs also, right? Yeah. So, originally, in fact, it started off being a, uh, being an ETF house. Oh, okay. And uh, somewhere down the line, we realized that we were way ahead of the curve as far as ETFs are concerned. Yeah. And secondly, you know, we are known to be the stock picking types. Yeah. So it didn't suit us beyond a point to just sure. relegate ourselves to and uh, offering uh, the ETFs.
0: Nasdaq ETF has been among yeah. the rockstar performers. So that was innovation.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, because we thought that uh, so we were so the first ahead ones to
0: yeah. way ahead. Which yeah. year was this? 2010. Wow, you had a Nasdaq ETF in
2: 2010. Yes, yeah,
0: absolutely. ETF performance would have tell us. <laughs> tell us. It's, it's done about. very well. Yeah.
1: So. So, that was innovation or, you know, giving access. Like, see, hmm. for example, we were the first ones to launch a mid-cap ETF. Hmm. I mean, we are the only ones right now to have an ETF which buys the CNX mid-cap free float 100.
0: There is no other tracker for that. There is right? no other. Yeah.
1: NASDAQ 100, of course, we have like a tie-up with the NASDAQ index index. Sure. So, we are directly buying stocks hmm. listed on the U.S. exchanges. Hmm so we have uh, we have a nifty etf we have a midcap 100 and we have nasdaq 100
0: okay okay so this
1: is meant for you know maybe institutions family offices yeah. people who want to do just the asset allocation
0: call they mm. don't want to have the risk of us taking sure uh, active stock bets okay and uh, so what would you know for someone who's just starting off completely new what would you pitch to him between your large multi and whatever it is
1: so I would say that, you know, if somebody is just like this, that, you know, if you are someone who's mindful of your allocation and you have to pick one fund, then mm-hmm. you go for the multicap fund. Okay. And if you're someone who doesn't get into asset allocation and you know you've not planned all of that but you just want to put in one fund and you can't tolerate volatility then it's a dynamic fund. Okay. Yeah, the underlying equity portfolios could be similar sure. it's just that the dynamic fund kind of you know keeps trimming
0: exposure when market goes up and that's not my headache whether to go in debt yeah. or equity the yeah. the fund takes care of that. So it's
1: lower return with lower volatility. Okay. I mean I think half the
0: volatility if I statistically see it's half the volatility. Sure. Okay, folks, that is a wrap on the third and final part of our three-part series with Ashish Somaya, CEO of Mothilal Asset Management Company. I think, uh, you know, this has been a fantastic series. In, the, in this final segment, we learned a lot about what rate of return to expect from equities, large caps, mid caps, and all that stuff. Here's what I'm going to leave you with. I think you should go to the website, motilaloswalmf.com Check out a lot of the literature, a lot of the learning out there. I think there's a lot that you can learn from there. Ashish is on Twitter. Ashish, your handle is W-A-S-H-I-S-H-S-H-S-H- PS PS P for Pune S for Sugar okay. Ashish PS yeah. so reach out to him on Twitter he's active out there uh, you know I reach out to him out there the Motilal as well group handles uh, is also quite active out there so that there's, there's a lot of learning on that and if you someone who's interested in investing in equities whether the first time or learning more I think you should really uh, look at all these places to learn more and I hope that that works out for you thank you so much for listening Ashish thank you for being part thank of the thank you for show. having me thank you so much Thank you for listening. If you have any money related questions, you can tweet to us at IVM Podcasts or email us at pesavesa at the rateinduswalks.com. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial
1: advisor before taking any investment decision.